I don't think we have any choice but to begin this edition of the Cheryl Reeve Show by talking about Kayla McBride. She plays in Turkey on Sunday, flies all the way to L.A. to be in the lineup Tuesday night. She scores 15 first quarter points, and then she makes the winning basket. Uh, and Let's just start there, Cheryl. Was that a drawn-up play, or is that uh, just uh, McBride and Shepard making a play? Well, you know, as coaches, we always say this. You know, we, we had we had an action that we – we wanted to get to that we thought we could be effective. And, uh, we were fortunate. We got to it. We got a great passer in Jess Shepard. And, you know, we knew that Kayla McBride would be chased over the screen and it would be able to hook around. And, you know, that play often works, uh, resulting in layups. And, uh, I remember in the timeout, you know, we, we kind of drew it up and I said, hook around and said, get a layup. And K-Mac looked up at me like, what? And I said, you're going to get a layup. Uh, now the biggest, the biggest thing was, is that Kayla, um, players make the plays, right? So in that moment, Kayla's recognition that she needed to get to the other side of the basket because Brittany Sykes, I've seen her do this. I've seen her get beat and I've seen her get back into play and send somebody's shot to the fifth row. Uh, she's an incredible defender and, and uh, Kayla's poise in that moment to get to the other side and calmly, uh, you know, take that reverse and get smacked, you know, across the shoulder and the head, you know, for a three point play. I mean, just incredible. Because I tell you what, three versus two in that situation was was pretty helpful with two seconds left. Yeah, and I was as the play was developing, I really my first reaction was, oh, great play, and now McBride's going to go in for a layup and get it absolutely swatted uh, because that's what was going to happen if she didn't go to the other side that's and make exactly a, right. make a difficult uh, reverse layup. And then of course she's tough enough to take the foul and then she makes the free throw. And listen, you, there are a lot of ways to be a good basketball player. There are a lot of different things you can bring to the game. I thought the great, the coolest thing about seeing McBride just step into the lineup was the way she moves without the ball. Just, you know, yeah. she's such a problem for the opposing defense. She really is. And, and uh, you know, we were excited to get that element back. Um, you know, we talked about that. We get the team more whole and kind of, um, you know, get, get the parts together that helps everybody get to settle into what they do. Uh, without that, you've got people that are having fairly, um, you know, their, their strong suits. And uh, so I think, you know, for, for Kayla, especially that first quarter, we got down early, you know, which was, was not surprising just in terms of it being LA's home opener and, you know, that sort of thing that, you know, sometimes can, um, you know, can, can be a challenge and they went on a big run and, and, you know, offensively, um, you know, we were, we were not that good early, <laughs> uh, but then I thought we got aggressive. And when we got aggressive, when we got into the paint and, and Kayla spreads it out. You know, if you don't guard her, you know, we could kick it out to her. And she got some really good opportunities and, and she stepped in and made them and gave us a big boost. Obviously, you know, we were we were down eight early and, you know, by by the first quarter, we had scored 25 and I think we were up six. Yeah. Yeah. It was a blast to watch. And and we've talked about her quick release and all those other things before. But, it, man, it just <laughs> she's just one. She's one of your better players. You're going to be better when you have your better, best players in the lineup. Uh, pretty obvious stuff. Uh, we'll try to be. I'll try to let Cheryl offer better insights than that here as we go forward. This is part of the uh, TalkNorth.com podcast network. Uh, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod to see all of our shows as they are released. Go to the website, see all of our archives and all of our other shows, including our outdoor stuff. Uh, if you like basketball, John Krasinski does the John Krasinski Show, the creatively named John Krasinski Show on this network, and check that out as well. And thanks to our sponsors, Livia, Rudy Luther Toyota, Cara Quinn, my realtor, Successful Marketing Group, All Energy Solar, and TSR Injury Law. Uh, so you get McBride. And what were the conversations like with Kayla just as far as logistics, getting there in time, 
Uh, were there, was there any doubt she was going to play? Uh, the only doubt that we had whether she would play is whether the, the plane, you know, didn't mm. cooperate, the travel schedule didn't cooperate. You know, once we, you know, once we saw that her plane was in flight, um, you know, we, we knew, you know, that, that she wanted to do that. So we had talked, uh, we'd been in conversation, um, prior to, you know, as her Turkish season was, was winding down and, 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 and the kind of the result was imminent, um, you know, she started making plans and, you know, you've got to do things when you get here, like within 72 hours of arriving, you've got a bunch of physicals and cardio stuff that has to happen. So yeah, I think Kayla, Kayla uh, is going to spend the entire day today, you know, taking care of all those things in addition to recovery work with the team and getting on the court a little bit with the team. So full day for, for Kayla. But I tell you what, um, you know, she was, she was, we were in touch along the way, just in terms of some of the you know situations with the personnel and and uh, just talked her through kind of where we were and, and uh, you could hear it in her voice. You know, she was just ecstatic to get back and um, wanted to be there for her teammates. And, you know, that, you know, as, as Kayla has shared in her, her interview post game, she just, she's a passionate person and, and loyal and just down for her teammates and wanted to be with them and wanted to help. Um, she knew, you know, the struggles of the first four games and, you know, she just wanted to help us. Uh, um, you know, and like she said, you know, she felt like, you know, the growth just during the game itself uh, of the team, you know, was, was something that she was really excited for. And um, she'll be a captain for us. Um, and, you know, she just all the intangibles, the toughness, the consistency. Um, she just knows what's supposed to happen. And it's just really helpful to everyone else that she's playing with. Yeah, she's a blast to watch, too. Uh, thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton. We're speaking on Wednesday afternoon. The links played in L.A. on Tuesday night. They will play in Vegas on Thursday night. Um, and, look, you know, another news development for your team, you signed Jess Shepard to a long-term contract. I'm not, you know, how quickly did that come about? And was that a reaction to what you saw, you know, first couple of weeks of the season? Or was that something that was already in the works? Well, you know, when you when you kind of go through your, your checklist of things as a general manager in the offseason, so, you know, as soon as the season ends, you look at it and you go, okay, who's – Whose contracts, um, like like rookie scale contracts, you have to extend before the start of their uh, their last season of the rookie deal, uh, and so the deadline for that was May fifteenth, and so uh, you have to exercise options for players. Uh, it's it's different now with rookie scales. Uh, the last year of the deal becomes guaranteed, so there's a lot more considerations now, uh, whereas we didn't have before. It was foregone conclusions pretty much everywhere across the board with rookies that you would you would just pick up the option because there was, there was no harm in doing so. Uh, now it becomes a guarantee. It doesn't count towards the six, but it, uh, um, you know, to, to, uh, exercise the option, it is guaranteed money on the book. Um, and so you go through your checklist of things and certainly, um, Nafisa and Jess being from the same draft class that was, uh, on our minds in terms of extensions for both of them. So, uh, I think for us, um, and Jess, you know, kind of getting back to camp, I think we talked about this, our momentum um, overseas. We were very, very hopeful uh, that Jess could really find her footing. And we wanted to capitalize on that momentum. And, you know, with the Dantas injury, you know, ste- uh, Jess just stepped right in. Uh, and so, you know, I just, I told her, I said, we, you know, if she wanted to extend, we were open to it. There was no pressure. Um, you know, Nafisa's situation was a little bit different. Um, you know, they, they were pretty eager early on. You know, we, we, we talked through a deal. In Jess's case, I think it was kind of both both sides kind of looking at it and going, you know, okay, this makes sense. You know, let's talk about this. And, um, you know, I thought that, uh, you know, Jess and her agent, you know, the conversations that we had were, 
you know, this is a good spot for her. You know, Jess wants to play with Fee. Fee wants to play with Jess. Uh, they will complement each other just so well. And, uh, you know, so that's a young player recognizing uh, we wanted to share with her that we value her. Uh, so to give her that extension, that's exactly what that's what we're telling her. And what enabled Jess to make, I mean, we all liked what we saw of her as a rookie before she got hurt, you know, in terms of intelligence and passing and rebounding, all those things. But she seems to have taken a leap here. What, what prompted the, uh, the improvement for her? Well, I, I think just persevering through the injuries, you know, that, that really since the, 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 the ACL in 2019, you know, Jess really hasn't been healthy, uh, including last year. Um, and then also I think confidence. And that was the, you know, the big reason why we, we encouraged Jess to, to go play overseas, um, get herself in a good situation. I don't care really where she played. Uh, it ended up being a good place that she played in terms of the role that she played and just gaining confidence in herself offensively as a professional basketball player. You know, the things that, that we believe that she can do, um, that she just needs, you know, like the, the longer you're in it, you know, I think you get to year three, year four, you know, where you're around the league and you, you just start to mature. And I thought that the overseas season um, just really gave us an opportunity for her to kind of see uh, what she could do. And you look at what she's doing offensively for us. You know, she's not thinking twice about what she's doing. If she's taking the shot, she's taking the shot. You know, she's not taking the shot, kind of going, ah, I don't know if this is going to go in. I don't know if Cheryl wants me to take this. You know, that all that thinking that happens. Um, now she's just playing. And, and we're living with everything that she does. And, and with Jess, you know, it's, it's like a quarterback, you know, like, uh, you know, when, when, when she makes passes and, and takes chances, there's sometimes it's not going to work out, but if you don't let her take chances, uh, then you can't see the greatness of Jeff Shepard. And, and, uh, you know, we put the ball in her hands on that last possession, knowing that Neko Gumake was going to be on her, uh, who's a very active, long defender. And, and, you know, there was just enough of a bump with, with when K-Mac, uh, cleared over the top, uh, after she made the pass to Jess, that Neka jumped for a half a second. Uh, and couldn't get back to Jess in time to get a deflection and, and uh, all of that just, you know, sometimes that you know, it just works out. Uh, but, but Jess, we give, I mean, Jess, the, anybody that's been around us knows that we put that player in so many key roles and, and, you know, I'm excited for Jess that, uh, you know, that she's found her footing and, and, uh, you know, has found this to be a good place for her. So late night in LA bus to Vegas, I assume. Uh, now you're in Vegas, which is a, uh, you know, a lot of great restaurants, a lot of a lot of really good junk food too, but a lot of a lot of great <laughs> restaurants. Uh, what's it like to be on the road? And, and I know you're working with Livia now. How how do you manage you know your diet when you're on these tough stretches? Yeah, you know, and that's and that's a really important thing. Um, I know before I left town, I I uh, got with our coach, uh, Coach Connie Dixon, who um, I said, hey, look, you know, I need I got to make sure I get all the right food, and you know, um, so it's just the, the planning, the things I've never done before. Um, that's really not that hard to do. Um, I, I kind of crossed the line from being just interested in taking my care of myself and doing better to being committed. And I can't tell you um, how how great I feel. And you know, especially at times like these, you know, when you when it really gets taxing on the road. And I tell you what, you know, losing four games and you know the the old Cheryl, you know, like I, I fall off the wagon and I'm eating pints of ice cream and you know, comfort food and emotional eating is what it is. Um, I can emotionally eat both directions, losing and winning. <laughs> uh, and so the choices that I make and, and Livia has really helped me focus on, um, those moments of what I need to do, um, when I start to feel like that. Um, and, and I think more than anything, you know, meal prep is, is so important. Um, you know, you mentioned the great restaurants. 
I can eat out. You know, that's, that's a great thing. It's just not like you have to go, I'm not eating. No, I'm eating. Uh, it's just the choices that I'm making. And I feel so good about those choices. I'm eating good food. Uh, and, and, you know, I've got the balance of, of my uh, protein throughout the day. You know, these are just little nuances that really are not that hard. And, and you know, I just give so much credit to, to our coach, Connie, and, and uh, who actually I'm going to see here in Vegas. She flew all the way out here to check on me. No, I'm just kidding. She really <laughs> didn't. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to, to see Connie, and, and she'll take in a Lynx game. <laughs> That's great stuff. Um, so you have had a lot of turnover, upheaval, uh, decisions to make in terms of your, your point guards, your point guard play. Uh, how did you end up settling on Mariah Jefferson? How's she playing for you? And uh, has it been difficult, a difficult couple of weeks to kind of get to this point? Yeah, no, no doubt about it. It's been, it's been, um, challenging. Um, you know, that coupled with, I think, you know, trying to get this team to understand what it takes to be successful. Uh, we have players that want to do it. Um, but I, there's just, you know, there's, we tell them all the time, there's a fine line between winning and losing. It's a very fine line. Um, uh, and that we had to, you know, gain in our commitment, uh, to our physical toughness, our mental toughness, um, and, and just, you know, just details, you know, that's, again, that's the difference. You know, good teams pay attention to detail. And, and we've always been that team, and we're always going to be that team, and we're going to die trying. Uh, so that, that's been where we've, we've spent uh, our focus. And then, you know, with the personnel changes, uh, it's certainly not ideal. I think I've said that repeatedly, but necessary. And, and I think uh, in order for this team to get where we're trying to go, you know, the changes were necessary. And with regard to Mariah, uh, Mariah Jefferson's always been a player. Um, since her time in San Antonio, uh, that we we've said that's a good player. That's a really good player. Uh, the you know her her the trajectory of her career early on was really high, um, and 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 you know at that time you know avoid on the national team, you know for the next the next point guard, um, she was in those conversations, and then an injury, you know, and then another injury, and so she's been kind of just derailed by the injuries, and so I think people always kind of go. You know, can you know, can she hold up? And right, and that's that's valid concerns. And um, I can just tell you that I know how hard uh, Mariah has prepared herself physically, and we have a great deal of confidence in the information that we have and where she is. Um, and we're just hopeful at this point because Mariah, as you can see, is a good player and an exceptional leader. And and when we have that, uh, we prove that we can be a good team. And so there is, it's not um, you know a coincidence that when Mariah uh, you know, was, 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 became a, became a links and started to lead this team that we played the way we have the last two games. We didn't win the Chicago game. Um, if we make our free throws, we probably win, you know, and, and that's, that's a team that's picked to win the championship. So, uh, it's not a, it's not a coincidence that, that, you know, someone at that position that can lead and, you know, Mariah's second half yesterday in LA, I mean, she was tough. She was really tough. And, you know, she doesn't have a physical, you know, like she's not, uh, she's not, you know, big, she doesn't have girth to her, but she's, she's tough and, and, you know, is willing to put her body on the line. And, you know, so as, as you know, that position is so important when you don't have it, you struggle when you, when you get good leadership and good lead, uh, you know, lead guard play, you have to guard Mariah. Uh, you know, there, there are certain, certain things that just, when you have it, it just lets everyone else settle into what they do. And Mariah brought that instantly. And I tell you what, it feels like she's been here a lot longer than what a week. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, a lot happens in the WNBA in a week, and um, she's just settled in. And, and I told her, I said, there is no waiting around. 
when we got here, I said, this is your team. They want to hear from you. And it's important that you insert yourself immediately. There is no feeling the shit out. You know, like you are in it. This is your team. Go take it. And, and um, you know, she, she's been really good so far. This is a very analog uh, observation, but she's one of those players when she shoots it, I'm just not surprised when it goes in. And, and frankly, there's some players, even if they shoot a decent percentage, you just don't feel all that confident. She, just <laughs> looks, like she, she looks like she's going to make her shot. Yeah, she's got that. The three ball is, is you know, like she, she percentage wise, she's been really good. She had a really good year uh, last year in Dallas uh, from the three point line. And, and that's that's an element that we need. We really need that, as, as everybody knows. I mean, it's, um, you know, and then you, know, you get K-Mac in the mix. So, you know, Westbrook will get going here. You know, she's she's capable. You know, it's a young player just trying to figure out how to be consistent. Um, you know, I think we're heading the right direction with our perimeter. Thanks to everyone who listened to the Cheryl Reeve Show and TalkNorth.com. Uh, it's all made possible by our sponsors, including Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage Warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Thanks also to my realtor, Cara Quinn. Uh, she's going to have some very interesting news about her business coming up here soon. Right, You can right, find her at Cara Quinn Realtor. I will just say this. She's the most patient uh, person I've ever worked with in any field. My wife and I have been just scrambled around looking at different options. Uh, you know, interest rates keep going up. Price, housing prices keep going up. We've tried to, you know, find different lot. We, we've been all over the map on what we want, what we what we're trying to figure out. I think we're close to a final decision now. Uh, and the car has just been a great ally through all of it. So whether you, you need a realtor. Whether you're selling, whether you're buying, whether you're looking around for a great neighborhood, uh, she can also help with uh, interior decorating. She's great with uh, you know understanding of where in the Twin Cities you would want to live uh, for different needs and purposes. Uh, but she's just fantastic. Go to CaraQuinRealtor.com and check her out. I highly recommend her. Thanks also to uh, Lori Ramsey and our friends at Successful Marketing Group, SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. And thanks to All Energy Solar. Uh, we're heading into the summer building and remodeling season when considering property upgrades for home or business. Solar should be under consideration. Here are some facts. Most home improvement projects do not pay for themselves if a property is sold. Solar pays back regardless of property sale. Most systems are warrantied for 25 to 30 years. After 30 years of operation, solar could have paid back 300 to 400% of the cost. It is a great deal for you. Uh, it might cost you a little more up front. It will pay off in the long run. It will increase your home's value. It'll be a great boon when you try to resell. It'll save you money while you're living there. Allenergysolar.com. Check them out. It did feel like, even though you lost that Chicago game, it felt like that was the game where you guys seemed, like, and my outside observation, where you seemed to turn a corner and start playing a little more of the way you wanted to play. Did you feel that? Yeah, yeah, there was no question. Um, you know, those are the games that we say, uh, you know, if you're not successful, you, you can kind of live with it and, and go, you know what, we, we played we played hard. Uh, you know, we, we did a lot of things we wanted to get done. Um, you know, not making free throws and losing a game, okay, that really hurts, you know, but you know, it happens sometimes. And, and, uh, you know, frankly, our, our percentages through the first four games, 
uh, including from the foul line. I mean, we're, we're last. We're last in free throw percentage. We're last in effective field goal percentage. Um, you know, like a, a last in effective field goal percentage in terms of our opponents. Um, so, you know, the, the, the ball will go in the hole. You, know, you can't panic about those things. You, you've got to go, hey, what kind of shots are we getting? Are we doing the right things? Okay, then just if you're not making your shots, get in the gym and shoot, shoot, shoot. That's all you can do. There'll be a correction. And, uh, you know, we made our free throws last night. That was big. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just it's those things you just got to kind of hang in there. You're in Vegas. Or you're in the same town as Becky Hammond and Bill Lambeer, two people you've, you've spoken very highly of before. Do you, get, do you get a chance to catch up with them at all, or is it all business? Not at all. I have no interest yeah. in speaking with them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it actually, uh, you know, kidding aside, um, the um, the Aces are going to be having Bill Lambeer night. Uh, oh, wow. Night. Yeah, so we're excited about that. My understanding is there's a, a few people that have come, come into town uh, to celebrate Bill Lambeer night. So he deserves uh, this moment, um, and, and he has done so much for this league. Uh, I didn't love um, the exit. I thought that um, that they should have done better um, in terms of recognizing what Bill did to get the franchise where it is today and hand it off to Becky. And Bill Bill sought out a successor. So he was very happy, um, but I just didn't think that he got uh, what he deserved. And so hopefully tomorrow night, you know, he'll, he'll get some of that. But he's the one that brought this franchise uh, to where it is. You know, he's the one that got it on such stable ground. And, uh, you know, and Becky's got the – you know, the good fortune to kind of pick up where he left off and, and put her own stamp on it. And she's doing a great job. Uh, when your team commits turnovers, how do you address that? And, or is that at this, with this team at this point, is that just a function of people just getting used to playing with each other? <sighs> yeah. Uh, you know, it is pretty brutal. Um, the third quarter, you know, like your field goal percentage defense is going to take a hit when they're taking uncontested layups in transition. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's not ideal. I can only tell you that we're, <laughs> you know, we're the players don't want to turn it over. We're trying to avoid putting them in situations where we think might lead to a turnover. And uh, they, they knew they knew that, hey, this is L.A. team. They're there. They lead the league in points off turnovers. You know, that's that's what they did last year. That's what we're doing this year. It's their home opener. They're going to be amped. And, and frankly, I, you know, I, I think the, the benefit of the whistle, you know, like, like we got fouled, right. We are getting fouled and they're not called. And I told our players, I said, I can't, I can't fight for you in these situations because the calls go to the aggressor. When we get aggressive, then we're going to, and we started making plays third quarter. We came out like we did in the first quarter, not aggressive, you know, not, not back cutting, not putting the ball on the floor with a purpose. And, and, uh, thankfully we, we cleaned that up and, um, but man, yeah, the, Turnovers are tough, you know, but it was only a, you know, we were fortunate because we got 18 off of theirs as well. Mm-hmm. And that's also statistically what, what has been, has been shown for LA as well, that, that you can do both. And, and so luckily it wasn't as great of a differential as it could have been, you know, that, that we were able to get some stuff as well off, the, off of their turnovers. What was the atmosphere like in LA? In the arena? Yeah. Well, I can, I can tell you, I mean, they must be so thrilled when we get off the bus and we're, we're, we're back in, um, you know, what, what's it called? Crypto currency or whatever. Well, I don't know, yeah, whatever the arena is called. Crypt, yeah. you know, crypto something. Fake, fake money arena. Yeah. Fake money arena. Um, you know, that, that didn't include the sparks when they're, you know, their announcement, but, but, um, but to be back in a, in a real arena, you know, the sparks have been through a lot. Like, so we go to the bubble season and then we come next year and they're not, they're not in the arena and they're, they're at a convention center, basically doing the bubble thing again. Um, you know, that's, that's not great for our league. 
Um, you know, so as much as I don't really care for the Sparks, I was happy for the league uh, that we could actually get into a professional arena, uh, which is what our WNBA teams deserve. And, you know, the environment, I know that they were, you know, the players had to be excited, you know, to be treated like pros and, uh, and then their fan base, I know that they're working to, to build their fan base back up and, you know, winning will certainly help that. Um, but, you know, I'm just glad that we're back in there. And, and so I was excited to be back in there. And, uh, you know, many, many battles and, you know, I got Lindsey Whalen hit me and, you know, we had some exchanges and reminiscing, you know, and I talked to Brunson. I said, BB, remember this, you know, same way when it was with you guys, you know, these big runs and it gets loud in here and they foul and they don't call it. And we got to hang in there. And, you know, it was reminiscent of, of some of the, uh, the old Lynx teams in terms of what we did last night. I was, you know, watching your game so far this season, there've been times where I've gone, okay, who hurts more? Uh, when you lose a game, the players or this coaching staff that just isn't used to losing. <laughs> yeah, it's not been pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's a competitive group. But they, I tell you what, they, you know, they're so good for me. Um, you know, and I've, I've, you know, I'm telling them what I need from them uh, with regard to, you know, kind of being honest with me. And, and they're really good at that. And, uh, and so that's, that's the only way that you can problem solve. It's the way I've always leaned on. Um, Rebecca and, and, you know, in terms of her leadership and Planette, uh, and obviously Katie in you know, my time with Detroit that I could lean on them so heavily and, uh, no, they don't like losing. No. Uh, but I tell you what, they've been great teachers. They've, they've showed, um, great restraint and patience, uh, in terms of, you know, trying to, to get to keep the move, the group moving, uh, in the right direction. And so I'm super proud of them and, you know, we still have a lot of work to do. Thanks again to Olivia. Thanks to Rudy Luther Toyota, Cara Quinn, my realtor, successful marketing group, All Energy Solar and TSR Injury Law. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Let's go now to uh, let's go to a final thought from Cheryl and anything in the world you like to talk about. Uh, what's going on in the world besides uh, another mass shooting, right? Oh, my God. Uh, multiple Ugh. mass shootings. And, um, you know, I, I was thinking about this this morning, you know, not only, um, you know, climate change issues that we want to ignore. Uh, I'm thinking about 20 years from now, 30 years from now, we're not here. And, and what are, what our generation and what are, you know, like we're going to be defined by, you know, that, that nobody wanted to step up um, and, and protect people from AR-15s. You know, like I, I saw a post on social media, all the shootings, 10, 12, 15 of them all had AR-15s as the mm-hmm. weapon. And it's just, it's just nonsensical. It's nonsensical. And the people that are anti, um, you know, limiting uh, the idea of, you know, that, that somebody can't have an AR-15 and go somewhere and blow everybody up and just walk in and, and do that. And that, that, you, that you think that, you know, that, that gun control somehow is impacting your rights and right for people to live and not be subjected to, to these things. You know, and then, and like I said, climate change, I mean, it's that, that's just an embarrassment and what, what we're leaving, what we're leaving are, you know, and, and the people that we're going to be without, whether it's kids in schools, you know, I've had to come to a realization as a parent that it's not if it's when mm-hmm. we're going to be faced with something like this. That's so disgusting to me. And that we're a part of, you know, that we've, you know, like what we're going to be defined by 20, 30 years from now is just an embarrassment. And what's amazing about it, Cheryl, is if you look at, you know, the, the best polling on so many issues, climate change, gun, uh, gun control, gun, you know, lot, just logical gun restrictions, uh, women's reproductive rights. Uh, you go down the list 
And the majority of Americans want all these things. They want to fight climate change. They want women to have reproductive rights. They want uh, common sense gun control laws. And we're being ruled by the minority. Yeah. Well, if if that's true, then we, you know, I think if that's true, especially as it comes to uh, women's rights, reproductive rights, um, then, then people will vote that way. And I'm not sure that that's happening. People will vote that way. And, and, you know, I'm talking about women uh, and white women in particular um, that are such a, a big part of um, determining, you know, the outcomes of these things. It, it makes no sense that we vote against ourselves. Like it, it just has baffled me for years. You know, we, we can certainly uh, I've always said this, like you certainly can figure out whether, you know, the taxes, whether we tax enough, not enough, uh, where we where we put um, you know, money, argue about that. Uh, all we want and be on different sides on that. But, but I just do not understand any party uh, that would, you know, th- that the idea that um, there are so many situations that we want to, con- we want to control a woman's body, but we don't want to control uh, a person's ability to go get an AR 15 and walk in somewhere. And it, it makes no sense to me. You know, they're, they're going to step up and, you know, they want less government. Right. They want less government until they want to control a woman's body. And it's just and, and we still don't have an equal rights amendment. I like it's just disgusting to me when it comes to, um, you know, this country in terms of how we vote, uh, understanding the the impact of our vote. And if it's true that the majority, if that's true, then the majority will win. And we can the minority, uh, you know, in terms of who we're putting in in the Senate. Right. Because we know because we always say we don't have enough votes. No, we don't. No, we don't. You know, West Virginia, shame on you. West Virginia, shame on you. You know, this is this is this cannot happen. And, you know, I suspect that the Republicans feel the same about a couple of their members, you know, whether it's, you know, Liz Cheney or, or, or Romney. But, you know, these political the, the, the way that they're controlling the world and what's happening. Um, and like you said, it's the minority. You know, we've got to figure it out and fast. And, you know, whether it's the Supreme Court, hey, Supreme Court, you know, you don't you don't want protesting uh, on sidewalks. Right. You know, like look how fast you're going to move to, you know, to protect, protect yourselves. Uh, it's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible, incredible to me. And we've got to we've got to change that. And our vote can change that. And white women have a huge role in changing this. Well, I could go on for hours about this, but I'm going to give the listener a break and not go on for hours about this. But we will revisit this. I have other thoughts, but uh, again, we'll. we'll you know, hey, this is a great basketball show. It was a great final uh, conversational point uh, that's very important to our country. We'll revisit it, but I, I won't belabor the issue anymore this time. But for today, uh, thanks so much for taking time today, Cheryl. Best of luck in uh, Vegas, and we'll see you when you get back. 